Welcome to Underqualified Thoughts. This is Andy Sullivan, and to your left is... Caleb Youngblood. Your left, my left, doesn't matter. He's back! You know I should make the sound bounce on the headphones. Why not? Like, what is not? I just, sounds like a good idea. Well, the problem is a lot of people are listening to it. Shout out Kendall in their car. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it would be good if you build it up that way. It would be nice, uh, nice little addition to headphone users. And then if we yell or scream, we can do RIP yeah. headphone users. It'll be beautiful. So, this episode is already off to a flying start. One, because Caleb's here. Disregard the fact that the audio quality has dropped all the way back to our cell phones. Again. We did uh, this three, uh, two, two episodes ago. Yeah, whenever we record in the house of our mother-in-law, Caleb says, I got the microphones, and then proceeds to not get the microphones. I didn't say I got them. This time? I didn't say I got them. Last time you said you did, and you forgot. Mm, that's true. This time I didn't. This I just time you're just them. like, no, I'm planning on forgetting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So as we digress, I'm a sad boy. I talked about our email last episode that we created, and nary an email has come in. Albeit, it's only been four days since that episode's been released. So, you know, patience is a virtue after all. But to remind everyone at the top of the show, you'll hear it again at the end of the show, underqualifiedthoughts at gmail.com. If you misspelled it, then we didn't get your email. If you send an email and you're like, why didn't I get it? It's because you misspelled it. Only reason I can think of. Can you think of another one? Mm-mm. Or they just didn't send it. <laughs> they forgot to hit send. It's in their draft, <laughs> yeah. their outbox. All right, so underqualifiedthoughts at gmail.com. You can send us food line gift cards so we can embezzle your money. Or what we're currently pushing for is a name for the listeners because the great oft-talked-about Rachel, the, we can't call her the savant because mm. we call Caitlin the savant. Right. The, um, whatever. We'll come up with a name with her later. Um, she challenged us that she would listen to this more if they she had a name, if the listeners had a name. I joked last episode that Caleb already refers to y'all as viewers, even though we have no footage, but I don't think that's going to stand the test of time. So let us know. Do you have any ideas? I haven't thought about anything. No, I actually had to think about it for a while whenever you said that, because I did listen to the last one. First up, Um, hold on, stop here now. (laughs) RIP headphone users. This is huge. Caleb, the new father Youngblood has finally listened to an episode of our podcast. Episode number 20. Went two two decades without listening. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I just, I normally don't listen to the episodes because I feel like I'm, I've already You're too busy creating the conversations and... No, <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. But <clears throat> yeah, I just, I normally, I mean, the conversation is the conversation. So I don't feel much need to go back. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, he is correct. The uh, The audience name, you know, like he was mentioning... Um, to call y'all the underqualified or just whatever name is. I, I don't know. I didn't put much thought into it. Um, but it would be cool. Um, and uh, anyway, yes. Yeah. The underqualified is on the nose. Right now it's the best one. But I, I think it is. I um, think there's more creative people out there than us, though, who, Rachel, uh, who are farther Rachel. away from it. Rachel, Dan, your mom, <clears throat> Kendall. Yeah. We have options. Yeah. That'd be good. So. With that, we'll talk about Andy Goes Rogue because, boy, did I go rogue. Um, it's naturally segues here because something that I felt as soon as I finished the episode, other than the fact that my throat was so dry, like I didn't realize 
how taxing it was to talk for 22 minutes straight. You'd think I'd be good at it, but, you know, I'm just a human after all. As soon as I finished recording the episode, it, I had the urge to pull up our Gmail account and look for messages, which I thought was hilarious because it felt like I had just like had a conversation or like whatever was in front of like a lecture hall and was like, hey, you 500 people submit your answers to this email and just for whatever reason thought it would flood through. And then I realized, oh, not only do people not listen to this right when we release it, I recorded this by myself in my office. So no one else has heard this. So no one's going to send me an email for a long time. <laughs> That's funny. So that happened. And, but then you posted it the next day, which talk about, um, do it rather than do it perfectly. I was this close. You can't see it, but my fingers, my pointer finger and my thumb are very close together. They're not touching, but they're close. I was this close to texting you and saying, don't post that. I'm going to re-record it. Oh, wow. Really? Really. My plan initially was only to go for 15 minutes. I went for 22, which isn't like the end of the world. But I just didn't think it was good enough. Want to dive into that? What did you think as a, a viewer, a listener, if you will? Um. Well, you know, as a listener, uh, viewer, we're only humans after all, like Andy said. If you know the... Uh, artist of that song send it to us at um underqualified thoughts at gmail.com um what was and, that guy's name what? i know the song he's like a he's like a raspy let the don't 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 google it guys okay the quote is we're only humans after all and and don't say it andy i feel like i i don't know the name of it and don't give it away i feel like the word bones is coming to my mind and i don't know why maybe it's another song of his that's popular Here's like two popular songs. <clears throat> anyway, as far as I know. Um, Andy mentioned that phrase earlier, and he's correct. Like, we're only humans. So, errors are very, very, very possible. Um, no, yeah, I thought the episode was good. Um, anyone going solo on, honestly, any medium is certainly a um, challenge if you haven't done it before. And that's in every genre, like music, um, podcast, video format, like, it's an entirely new thing whenever you have to um, ping back ideas with yourself. Um, and so, anyway, first time doing it, uh, I thought it was a good good deal. Uh, very generous little deal with the uh, the email and um, food line gift cards. It's only generous if we get them. Come on, people. It, but regardless, it was um, very thoughtful. Um, I do think it would be good to have a little bit more engagement with the people. So, um if you do email us, uh, we would love to hear from you and just to get your thoughts. Um, we do have several people lined up in the next month or two, three Ooh. months for the next season that are going to be very exciting. We're going to be interviewing them. And so if you even have people that you know that would be good for us to interview because they're underqualified or were underqualified at some point, we would love to um, hear those names. Or if you want to, like genuinely, if you listen to this we don't know you personally, even if we do know you personally. But if you listen to this, especially if you don't know us personally, I think Caleb and I want at least a half hour to pick your brain as to why you're here. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're someone from Germany. Or it was or Belgium, Belgium or Mexico. Or Mexico which yeah. then I laughed. <laughs> I cracked up. I said Belgium at one point because I was thinking Mexico and Belgium. That was hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, um, but it is interesting. There are a lot of robots out there and, and a lot VPNs. of um, VPNs, but... 
it's not out of the realm of possibility that especially with our um commenting and sharing on LinkedIn that there's someone out there that could have clicked the link as you would say the link um yeah for me it felt like uh not just episode one, season one again. It felt like, remember those two episodes that we just deleted? That's what it felt like when I was recording mm, by yep. myself. I was like, this is, I've never done this before. Brand new. Um, I even had a, not a script, but I had an outline in front of me because I was like, I'm just going to ramble if I don't, which I did anyway. But I helped me bring it back. Um, Caitlin gave me, uh, It's it was sort of a backhanded compliment, but it was still a compliment. She said, I liked it because you finally finished your thoughts. And I was like cracking up because I was like, yes, I went on all these tangents. And what happens is Caleb and I go on tangents and we don't have an outline in front of us. And so you don't know when I'm trying to finish a thought. So I like start off on a tangent and I can't circle it back to my main point because that's how conversation works. Most of the time. At least our conversations work. Utter chaos. So all of those amazing complimentary things. Yay, Andy. Woohoo. Gas up my ego. I did great. Um, but whatever. Thank you for stealing your time away from your brand new child to slap that episode together and slap it on the interwebs. Speaking of brand new child, you are now a father of a human being that is alive, independent of your wife's body. That's correct. Talk about it. Um... Let's see here. I guess we can start. Was like she nine months and two weeks ago? Well, you know what we did, and then <laughs> I guess nine months later, the you know how it goes. The, Kids uh, will yeah. explain when you're older. Yeah, um, yeah. She went into labor. It was um, I think yeah, thirty six well, seven hours. Were you like uh, a little bit shy of? Yeah. Um, and I cut that date. part off. You need to uh, you need to say that again loud for the people in the back. How many hours labor? It was 36, but obviously it wasn't 36 pushing. It was like four hours of pushing at the very end. The uh, the doctors were obviously concerned that it might lead into a C-section. And so you can imagine that four hours of pushing and then being told that you're going to be cut into is a little bit aggravating. They gave us one other option, uh, medical, and we were able to, she was able to get the baby out on her own uh, without the C-section. So anyway... Long story short, um, I would say it wasn't the uh, the most ideal situation that we would have ever experienced within pregnancy, but it certainly is a huge blessing that we didn't have to um, go through the C-section and everything that goes with that. Um, By so, that you mean money? Well, money, but also like... Physical recovery? Physical recovery and how much assistance is needed all the time Yeah, um, with, with that. It's, I mean, it's surgery. You can't get up and move around for like two or three weeks. So, so I'm going to pause you there because you said 36 hour labor. And I was like, well, that's intense. I have a laptop sitting on my lap, hence laptop, uh, with our outline. And I just pulled up Google to see what the world's longest labor is. Do you have a guess? I don't. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? It's more than 36 hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guess in terms for of a human? For human. Guess in terms of days, not li- hours. Uh, four days. So this hasn't been fact-checked, so shout out, Dan. This is where you come in and fact-check us. The first link on Google says 75 days. 75 days. So... It's an article. There are a lot of articles uh, from, like, 
2012-2013 with the headline, Polish Woman Saves Babies with 75 Days in Labor. Babies? Yeah, I guess this, I haven't clicked the link, but here's the sentence. It says, a Polish woman lay, this is a Polish woman lay nearly upside down in labor for 75 days to save the lives of her two premature babies. Wow. Wow. Right, so Dan, fact check us on that, but it's dramatic. That's wild. Wow. Obviously, like the beginning of those thirty-six hours wasn't what it looked like at the end, or certainly even in the middle. Because how long were you at the house before you left? We were there for like twelve hours or so, and then the remaining hours were at the hospital. Um, It was at the end of those twelve hours that we were like, okay, it's getting challenging enough for her to get around and move around, and it was just more painful. So. Also, uh, shout out to Kami to not uh, to not trivialize what she went through by pulling up a seventy-five day labor. <laughs> um, I feel like this could be a theme of our show. We just are allowed to Google things that we're talking about because we have no clue what's going on. So, also calling in Dan for a fact check here. But the first few links I'm looking at um, is saying the average time is twelve. I'm seeing twelve to nineteen hours, twelve to twenty-four hours. Active labor is often four to eight hours. So. Kimmy's above average, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, in the past, um, I guess today's the eighth, ninth day of her being in this world. Um, um, She's going to hit double digits tomorrow. That's big. Yeah. I, don't, I guess it's just taking each day at a time and being gracious with each other and ourselves and patient. Um. It's been pretty good. I mean, I took off the first two days um, from work, Monday and Tuesday, and my boss was generous with that. And I went back Wednesday um, and had remote work Thursday and Friday. And then I guess today is Memorial Day, so we've been able to have a little bit of a day off as well. Date yourself. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and the rest of the week, Thursday, Friday. The going to work on Wednesday, was that the first time you were away from Miriam for like more than a couple hours? No, um, I did play pickleball on Tuesday. Kendall called you out on that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I get get behind that message, <laughs> but <laughs> well, so this is something that I thought about. And this is perfect to talk about here. Caitlin and I have been talking about and asking friends which transition is the hardest: zero to one, one to two, or two to three, because zero to one is like. What whatever the word is, an infinitesimal, an exponential jump. You're literally going yeah, from like just zero a major to one. adjustment. One to two, you know, you're doubling, and then two to three, you're outnumbered. And so, what we've heard, we haven't done, you know, we haven't done a real formal study. We've just been asking people, and we've heard the general consensus that zero to one is the hardest for the mom, and one to two is hardest for the dad, hmm. because zero to one, as you just highlighted there. I do it as well. I still go rock climbing. So zero to one, um, one parent can take care of the child while the other parent does something else. One to two, there's no, like, the dad is needed more. Because, like, think about it, especially if y'all are playing and go back to back, you'll have a less than one-year-old daughter who can't just be left alone and a baby. So it takes like the de- like the mom pretty much gets no free time when first baby comes and then 
dad loses pretty much all of his free time when the second baby yeah. comes. Well, and, and obviously that's just, you know, you take it step by step and people have done it for centuries, millennia. So that'd be We're going to go billions of years. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'll go millennia for the sake. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's basically my role at the moment is the following. Um, I do all the chores. Not all of them, but I do a lot of the chores. You cooking? No, I mean, we have the mail train thing going on. Um, For shame. This feud of us of who's a better cook could have been answered. Yeah. It'll have to wait until like the end of July or something. You know what we should do? You had pitched the idea. I don't think you did on the podcast of us having a cook-off. Like, and I suggested we just bring the same dish to Thanksgiving. We should have round this one. Is, why is this sounding familiar to me? Because we talked about this. We talked about this? We talked about this. Oh, we did talk about this. It was like when we were driving to Goodwill but You know who something. else talked about this? Who? Um... I guess I don't know if I should throw people under the bus. <laughs> someone you knew. Yeah, someone I knew is is trying to cook up something weird. And I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll come back to this offline. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Oh, yeah. You were a little monotone earlier. If you know, you know. Up. <laughs> um, the, so the first round should be at Beach Week. I concur. I don't know what we'll do. We'll figure it out. And I'm sure the results will be talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Um, also, but that's the thing. Like, stereotypically, men are good at grilling and women are good at baking. Yeah, down with the stereotypes. And now, like, it's Better gotten baker to the than... point. <laughs> oh, say it to their face. Um, now it's at the point where, like, either man or woman could be good at cooking. Yeah, but, especially if you're um, uh, from the city. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's just like, <laughs> I see, like, a general, like, trend in our city is kind of, like, the mom does the cooking during the week, and then the dad gives her a break on the weekend and cooks on the weekend. But it's typically the dad is grilling, and the mom is, like, cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't get it, but... It but I'm it the is. I'm the primary cook for my household. You are the secondary cook for your household. I, well, I, would, I wouldn't even say that I'm Yeah, you're not even secondary. Um, you're, just, you're, you're not on the no, roster. No. Pam <laughs> is probably the secondary cook for your household. Yeah. If need be. So this will be a fun competition. I'll probably... We need to have multiple rounds. We need to have like a grilling round, a cooking round. I don't know about a baking round because that's... I would just probably hand that round to yeah. you. Well, the problem is there's so many um, things yeah, you'd things have to buy take. for that. Well, I mean, if we just do it at someone's house, we have pantry staples. I just mean if we were at the beach. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. we got to pick one at the beach. Yeah. But that was a great digression. Circle all the way back. You were talking about. So Tours. shout out. I circled back. Oh, connecting dots. Mm. Well, just finishing the uh, the rabbit trail yeah. or the whatever. Um, your chores. So you're not cooking. No, no. We have the, the meal train going on right now. Laundry? So yeah, yeah. Laundry. Well, kind of. We just haven't had much. It's only been a week, so we don't burn through. Well, I mean, with twenty apartment nine V-necks, you don't have to do laundry yeah, no, that frequently. No. I think I think McCamey ran a load of um, stuff earlier, but anyway, yeah, just just you know, generic help around the cleaning and that sort of thing. Um, That's right. Your wife is very tidy, so you got to keep the tidiness up. Yeah, hold, holding the baby and when McCamey wants to sleep. I mean, just pretty normal stuff. So anyway, I I I've gone out of my way to ask her every single time just are you sure it's okay for me to go and do this or that and generally she's been pretty yeah what else are you gonna do like it, it's not like i need to sit there and 
stare at paint drying while the baby is sleeping and she's sleeping or whatever. So obviously there's like a transition and I've come to realize there's a transition at like, I don't know when of, oh, I can like take the baby and give her some time to do whatever she wants. Yeah. I, I don't like, it has to be whenever she's not feeding anymore. Maybe like. Well, no, because you can, um, we're working on this with Caitlin, you can pump breast milk. And so we have pumped breast milk in the freezer so that once Lily is able to sleep for longer stretches without us, Caitlin can go somewhere. And then if Lily mm-hmm. gets hungry, I just thaw breast milk. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm putting, I'm not, I can't really, probably like three months, six months. I have no idea. It all depends on if what or if anything at all ails Miriam. Because, like, we'd be much farther, quote-unquote, ahead of schedule if it weren't for Lily's tummy issues. Mm -hmm. But what's good is that when we started feeding Lily solids, her tummy issues, not completely, but the majority of them subsided. I told someone she's not 100% better, but she's a 1,000 times better. If you want to just get super math about it. It's good. So now we're starting at the point where this past week Lily has been taking independent naps. And just Mm -hmm. a couple days ago, she's taking independent naps in the crib now. And so cool. then, you know, the next step is um, through the night in the crib. Mm-hmm. And then once she can do through the night in the crib, then it's like, cool. Like, Gary puts human. her down at seven yeah. and then can go, like, to a book club or out with her friends or just go to bed <laughs> and sleep and, or whatever she wants yeah. to do. One day at a time, obviously. And for now. Um, I think the best way to put it is McCamey's been super gracious about me being able to get out and do things because she knows that I can be a better, um, I don't know, this sounds weird, but like a better husband and better human, better human and father to them. If I get those energies out, because again, there's not much I can do with the baby right now. It's better. Obviously, if you are. If what you're doing is causing them to suffer, then you need to stop what you're doing. But if you are not able to be there for them because you're suffering, then it's like, well, it's McCamey's not, still losing. It's even then, it's like, I'm not entirely suffering. Well, I mean, yeah, suffering's strong, but I'm like, we're all better versions of ourselves when we're happy. We're not always going to be happy. Yeah. And that's why I was saying the first point, like, you just can't, like... Because if you take it to the nth degree, what makes you happy is that you can oh, yeah. go like cheat on your wife yeah. and yeah. gamble and like all these terrible things. I, I uh, think, and the vice versa is, um, she knows that I need to be able to work hard at work, mm-hmm. and so she lets me sleep through the night. But in turn, I know that that responsibility of work is on me, because she's not going to work for like breadwinner ever. I so, never know. The tutoring business takes off. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Um, if you need a good uh, math teacher, AP calculus, calculus, pre-calculus, let me know. And if um, not available, let me know. Yeah. Um, and so, Not because it's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would not be the math people. We would just be the business owners. Ah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the point is um, we have our roles. We do our roles. Happy life. That's it? Yeah, I mean, like... Tied a bow on it, happy life. No, that's the bow. Yeah. We'll see. Obviously, I've had one child. 
therefore I'm expert in know all, obviously. Um, every situation I've grasped. So if I remember correctly, the newborn stage for us, the basically the first month was like it was overwhelming, not because it was too much to handle, but because it was all brand new. Hmm. And then month like two to six is when it was like hellacious because of Lily's issues. So I don't think Miriam will have like, actually, who, who knows? I have no clue what Miriam's life will be like. But from a general understanding that I've heard from other people who are trying to empathize and sympathize with us is that it like, it is pretty easy in the beginning. Then it ticks up to become more difficult. And you don't know how difficult it's going to tick up to. Like if you have a relatively easy baby or a relatively challenging baby. And then it starts to subside. Like you get in the groove of things. They start adjusting to life better. Like whatever. And then teething shows up. And that totally ruins everything. The thing that's well, really not everything, weird. But just like, like you're starting to think that you're getting a handle of it. And then they have teeth shoving through their gums. Interesting. Um, the thing that's really weird is how much... It's like, okay, and let's see how many years are we at. And like 25 years, when if Miriam is having her child, right? Like she's married. and I'm going to like make this like covenant. No, that's a strong word. I'm going to make this. You've already made a couple of those. So, you know, why not just throw another one in? <laughs> no, that's not, I'm going to make, because covenant is like God and oof, you know, some, anyway, promise, goal, thing. Aspiration. Yeah, that I'm just not ever going to give unsolicited advice oh, there it is. to anyone. You're also not going to be a hypocrite. You're also not going to do anything else that's part of human nature. Look, it's a goal. Let's just call it a goal. Uh, especially around babies, about babies, what's to funny, their parents. What's funny is Caitlin like, will be planning on doing something with Lily. And she's like, do you think anyone will have an opinion on this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I told absolutely. her, I was like, even if you do the objectively right thing by all standards, people still have opinions about it. We, we went to church this past week, and I wouldn't say that I got direct opinions thrown at me, but I wouldn't. I think there was like some side eyes of opinions going on, just like a, uh, okay, like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, and uh, I've said it, too, because I even said it about you once. The, uh, oh, they'll see. And it's like, like you know, they say this now, but they'll see. Which oh, is like, like you've said that before to us? Not to us, but it's like one of those things where it's like... Or we said that. What? So, here's my overall point. <laughs> my overall point is that I think that's a part of human nature, giving unsolicited advice uh, and, yeah. like, you know, like I sarcastically said earlier, I've had one kid, so I have it figured out. Mm-hmm. That's like... That's a good thing that I recognize that and say it sarcastically, but I think it's our default in most all of life to be like, oh, I've done this for X amount of time. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Even though that's like not how life works. And well, so like mm-hmm. there was something you said. Um, oh, when you, it was, we were talking about it. You made the comment to me that your first week was less busy than you thought it was going to be. At work. And, or no, um, with Miriam. And someone, I don't know who I was talking to, made the quote of like, like kind of was like, yeah, we'll see about that. 
And I kind of like agreed with it. I was like, yeah, that's why I went rogue on that podcast episode was because Uh-oh. you were like, oh, my week's free. Do you want to record? And I'm like, wait, did I actually say that? Yeah. Kendall, where are you at? I told you, Kendall. Literally. <laughs> you looked are at you your hearing phone. the man? But so I took it. I think I did the right thing, but I took it to probably like a, a unsolicited advice level. What number is that? 80, 28, 20. Okay, so it'd be like 27. Okay. <laughs> I'm, she didn't know that. Um, because so when you were like, hey, I want to record. I was like, no, I'm going to because you're like, oh, my schedule's much lighter than I thought it was going to be. Let's record. And I was like, absolutely the frick not. One, because literally anything can happen that's change your schedule and two the last thing you want is to like do something that causes a rift like you start recording whatever miriam gets like fussy or whatever and you like choose to just finish recording and then you come out of the room like 15 minutes later and mckamey's like what the heck what was that yeah um and so but then i made i didn't didn't remember that i said that that's so interesting i probably made some comment along the lines of like today guys i'm sorry (laughs) i made some comment along the lines of like uh, Caleb said he was free to record, but but I let him know that he shouldn't be free to record. Like it's not what <laughs> I said, be. but that was like it was my, the mentality. That was like the mentality behind it. And I like looked at that. And I was like, well, well, because last week I was perplexed. I was like, I, and again, I can't remember saying those things because it was just a busy week and I just whatever busy in terms of my brain wasn't just remembering things. But I was like, it's probably the fact that you your wife gave birth at four in the morning. Yeah, I'm just tired. <laughs> But yeah, like I went to play pickleball. I mean, I went to work every single day. Like Friday, Thursday, and Friday were pretty open because we were, had slower, slower days at work. Um, but I mean, you had slower days at work. Hasn't Kami already tapped out? Oh, she's done. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. I'm glad you confessed. I think I'm confessed. so glad I was you hiding confessed. Hmm. We'll circle back to this offline. You'll be fine. If you look back in that text thread, I did not continue to dogpile on you, and I changed the topic of the conversation. Hey, Kendall, I, just remember this. Go back. Remember this? Okay, go back. All right, for everyone listening other than Kendall, <laughs> thank you for listening. Are we done? I mean, we're trying to keep between 15 and 30 Oh, yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. You know, I can, I'll cut some of this. Don't worry. No, hey, no, no, no. No editing. Leave it raw. Hmm. Maybe you can edit out the part where you almost name drop and call people out, but they're fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll get over it, or they won't, and that'll be fine too. This will push them forward. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever direction they fall, they're falling forward. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, we're about to leave, and because we're about to leave, for people who just listened to the beginning and just listened to the end, we have an email. What's that email? Underqualified thoughts at gmail dot com. U N D E R. Q-U-A-L-I-F-I-E-D-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S at gmail.com. I said you twice in the beginning. It's just one you. You said you, you? Yeah, I said you. Then you said something, and then I said you again Uh, to just restart. Yeah, underqualified thoughts at gmail.com. At this point, my keyboard, if I get to under Q, it suggests underqualified and then thoughts right next to it. Either in the form of the email address or machine like learning at work capital u capital t that's old machine learning it's fine suggested that still at work is that your baby or mine <laughs> that's my baby okay come on can't you tell the difference no ah soon yeah all right peace bye